friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. So today on the podcast, I'm super pumped to bring my fabulous team back on board. We've got Carly, Ellen, and Victoria. Hey, ladies. Hey. (laughs) So they are going to be sharing with us all about how they have found work as virtual assistants, as team members, and share kind of their best tips with you all, because I know a lot of you have have come to them and said, how do I find somebody to work for online, or how do I do what you guys are doing? And they have a wealth of knowledge and wisdom to share with you. Yeah, so we're going to dig in, and I'm so excited to, to hear what they have to say. Ladies, I'd love for you to start by kind of sharing how did you get into work as a virtual assistant? How did you find those first clients to work for? Yeah, well, I can start. I know I got started being a virtual assistant a couple of years ago, and it really was just out of a necessity. I wanted to spend more time with my baby, but I still needed to bring in an income to our house. And I kind of just put together like the work I had been doing professionally prior to having a baby and thought, oh, well, maybe I can kind of do this as a freelancer contract, you know, basis. And I literally, we laugh about how easy this is, but I literally just sent a bunch of emails. I think I sent maybe like 25 emails in a week to different people that I followed online. I I did kind of write a small blog. It was not, it's not monetized or anything like that. It's just a place on the internet. And so because of that, I had a lot of knowledge and just awareness of different mom bloggers and people like that. So I just sent out a bunch of emails and initially was like, hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Let me know. And at first, I think the first, very first VA job I did is I actually made a media kit for someone. I didn't know anything about media kits or graphic design or anything like that. But, a, you know, someone wrote back and said, yeah, actually, I'm looking for someone to throw this together who's, you know, can learn really quickly and try it out. And I just did the job. And as far as Brilliant Business Moms, I was I was just kind of a longtime fangirl of the podcast and the brand. And I think, Bethany, we were just talking about this. I just reached out to you and Sarah at the time and was like, hey, is there anything I can do to be helpful? And eventually that translated into like the, the working relationship that we have now. But... Yeah, Ellen, I know you've been you kind of started similarly, right? Yeah, I I had a blog and discovered that I was really enjoying the behind the scenes stuff way more than the actual blogging or <laughs> creating things. <laughs> and I remember reading, didn't you send me something from your blog to like share on my blog? I think you did. I still have I might it. have, yeah. It was like the yeah. little paper craft. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yep. send this to your girls. And I like wrote about it anyway. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> So I, yeah, I started just, just with starting blogging, I knew a few other bloggers that I really liked that I got along well with. And um, I, at first, initially, I just offered some free work just because I was like, hey, I really want to get experience with this. Can I do some free jobs for you? Or I think a few of them I did like super cheap just so I could get a little bit of experience. And that just, I think most of that was helping get my confidence up a bit because there was a lot that I knew how to do, but I was like, can I really do this and get paid for it? And like those first few jobs, like working with ladies that I actually knew really helped me feel like, okay, I can do this and I can keep going. 
And I think I mentioned in the BBM group that I was looking for work and Bethanna ended up reaching out to me or Sarah, I can't remember which one, about doing some, just a simple job. And so that's how my relationship started with Bethanna. I was copying and pasting names from a spreadsheet and they were really happy with how fast I went. So <laughs> I think one of the like the big things is like, especially when you're getting started, if you do want to offer like either free or cheap work to, to get going, to get some confidence and some experience is to, to kind of set a limit for that. Say, hey, I'll give you either like 10 free hours or two weeks you know, set some sort of time limit on that so that you're both clear on expectations, but it can be a great way just to get started and gain some confidence. I think that's a great point. And, you know, even Victoria, like when you reached out to us, it was like, I mean, I remember Sarah and I like reading your email going like, is she, is she offering to do stuff for free? Like <laughs> what? This is like crazy, like crazy in a good way. Like how is she yeah. this nice? Like <laughs> that's, that's how we kind of felt. And, but it really, for us, I mean, I don't, I don't think we ever necessarily took you up on the offer to like do stuff for free, but we knew we were like, oh, Victoria is so great. And she's mm. built this relationship with us. We, we had you kind of in the back of our minds for like, okay, as soon as we can afford in our budget to hire some help. Let's see what we could give Victoria to do. Uh-huh. And so I remember, I think one of the first tasks we had for you was formatting, helping us format our book. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was Time Management Mama. Yeah. And then I think, though, in the course of like, so you helped us with that. We were so happy with it. And then we really couldn't like afford to have you for other things. <laughs> so it was kind of like that one time task. And then in the meantime, your kind of clientele built up a lot. And yeah. so I, I remember thinking like, oh, Victoria's, I think she's like too busy for us now. <laughs> and so then we saw, yeah, that Ellen, I think Sarah actually noticed, Ellen, that you said you were looking for work. Mm. You just posted inside the private Facebook group, which I still encourage women to do, like just post like you mm-hmm. and you can post in. There are so many private Facebook groups out there where you can share and say, hey, here's who I am. You know, here's kind of what I can offer. And yeah, I think that's a great place to get started. And yeah, with Ellen, we were like, how did she do this so fast? We're not paying her <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that was a great point, Ellen, of like, because you were, or like what we were paying you and what you were charging was so small of a rate. And I think, you know, it was good that over time, you're kind of like, okay, well, so now my rates are this, <laughs> you know, and that is, that's really, really important to do as a VA to, to value yourself. Yes, it's so yes. funny to hear this from your side, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say like something too, like it, it's true, like in that time of waiting, maybe, or like if you have someone like from my perspective, like, oh, hey, like I really do want to help them out in any way. And then eventually, you know, it's like, I would love to work for them for, for Bethann, but even in the meantime, some like Ellen and I both just spoke to this like as much as you can be helpful like even though we didn't have that profession like we had the kind of I worked on time management mama and then once you and Ellen had kind of you brought on Ellen and were able to build the brand some and hire more help then you know it was so nice it was like oh wow they have me in mind they have more work I can do this is great you know and at that time I was kind of looking to not work for as many people and just work for like one person you know like not spread myself super thin but in the meantime just I just can't say enough about just trying to be helpful and just giving, just supporting the people and the brands that you care about. And in the group, you know, I think you guys were still, it was still 
close enough of a group you guys were asking input on like projects and that kind of thing and you know it just the more relationships you can build and trying to give mm-hmm. before you expect to get something back is helpful just in life. I think it makes you yes. like a good, nice moral person. And then also <laughs> it just really sets up that relationship nicely so that it is organic. And yeah, you kind of know you fit well and you've given something before you're like asking someone to give back to you, if that makes sense. That's a great point. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to say, Carly's been so quiet. (laughs) Carly, I'd love to hear from you. Like, how did you start work as a VA? (laughs) I feel like the the newbie and the almost the imposter because it's really funny how I started. But (laughs) I feel like it's the golden age of Carly. Like, then Carly came (laughs) and this. You're so cute. Um, So it was last summer and I've always worked from home, but it's been more in a, like I've graded papers or tutored and stuff. So it's really been, you know, my time frame and and pretty minimal because I homeschool my kids. But when my youngest turned 10 last year and she's doing really well and is getting more and more independent with school, my husband and I were like, yeah, I could really legitimately pick up some more hours. And so I even actually applied to some jobs outside the home and had no peace about it, like didn't want them, <laughs> didn't want to be going out there still. We were still homeschooling. And I just said, this isn't working. And Ellen, for those that don't know, Ellen is my sister-in-law. She's my little sister-in-law. <laughs> I am the big sister. <laughs> and she was hesitant to tell me about VA because a lot of people don't really understand it. They don't get what that even means or what that looks like. And I still face that too, where people are like, okay, so I know you work, but you do what? You know, they just don't. <laughs> get it. But when she finally kind of explained what she did, and she said, I just think you'd be really good at this. She just said, I think your personality fits this really well. And you are a really good communicator. Like, I think you should do this. And so I was like, sure. Okay, let's give it a try. And I did the same thing. Ellen told me to post in the group. I fell in love with brilliant business moms from the second I joined the group. Mm -hmm. I just was like, okay, these are my people. It was awesome. And, and I actually got a client right away and she was incredible. She paid me in classes. So she knew what she wanted me to do for her and what classes would be helpful for me to be able to do those jobs for her. So rather than paying me that first month in money, she paid me in amazing courses, which was fabulous because now I've taken some pretty cool classes that have helped, you know, all along the way, like copy cure and some different really neat stuff. But then when... Ellen's husband was headed back to work for the school year because he's a teacher and she needed to drop her hours. Beth Ann was like, okay, we have to solve this problem of the inbox and some other issues that we were having. <laughs> and so I think if I remember the story correctly, she asked Ellen what mm-hmm. Ellen thought of me coming on. Is that right? I think that's how it went. Yeah. yeah. Because Ellen, I think you were... I don't think you ever would have like suggested it to me that it Yeah, really, no. no. I think you're just so that's your personality. Like you're not like okay, for reference, I have to bring this up Ellen cuz it's so funny. <laughs> Ellen had literally had the brilliant mugs in her house for an entire year and was shipping them for me and it took her like a year to ask me, "Hey Beth Ann, can I have a mug?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she still said to me, you can take it off of like my paycheck <laughs> week or whatever. Aww. And I was like, Ellen, you can have as many <laughs> mugs as you would like. <laughs> no. so, anyway, so, that, so that's Ellen <laughs> yes. to give you 
totally like is a Ellen. point of reference. So Ellen, I don't think would have ever come to me and said, you know, I have a sister-in-law and she's looking for VA work and she's awesome. But I think it, it kind of did happen organically because I know Carly, your daughter, McKenna attended, I think like my, one of my webinars on Pinterest, Pinterest webinar. Yeah. And so then Ellen had told me, she's like, oh, my niece McKenna was in that webinar and she's awesome and she's got this Etsy shop. And so I was like, I think I said, like, give her the course. Yeah, yeah. Get her in. So that happened. And then I don't know, somehow, I mean, I think Carly, because then you were in the Facebook group Mm -hmm. and whatever. And one day the light bulb just kind of went off for me, like, hmm, I kept thinking for a while. I was like, we need to bring someone else on. I was like, but this person that we bring on is primarily going to be offloading tasks from Ellen's plate, like things that Ellen had been doing for me. And I was like, I don't necessarily want to go jump back in and have to be that person that like explains to this new person, like (laughs) how to do everything. So I was like, okay, but I also know Ellen and she needs to feel comfortable (laughs) to tell this person, here's what you need to do. Like, this is, this is how it is. This is how it goes. And so, yeah, I don't know, something just, I was like, you know what, maybe this could work. Like maybe, what about Carly? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I really think that's, yeah, it came out of those relationships and just that, and just fast forwarding, just so everybody knows, Ellen does not have a problem bossing me around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because I've known Ellen since she was in elementary school. My husband was actually her youth pastor. And so... I've known her forever, so I have been the boss and the big sister forever, and I think she kind of enjoys. Yeah, oh, I do, so. I do. It's fun, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty cool because I'm with Beth Ann. Ellen's personality; she is just so sweet and so genuine, and she does not. She would never hurt a fly. That's her personality, and so she wasn't gonna boss people around. And if someone had told her no or had been incompetent, she probably would have just fixed it for them. You know what I mean? Without, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and been yeah. frustrated for a while. And so yeah. with me, she's like, nope. That's not good. Do it again. (laughs) I feel like, A of all, this is so fun to get like Brilliant Business Moms history. I just think this is like, I don't know, like the mythology of Brilliant Business Moms. It's very fun. And B of all, I I think this could be a really good place just to mention and point out like one thing Beth Ann has done really well, I think, in building our team is that. I don't know. I feel like it's maybe stereotypical that when you get a group of ladies together, they're going to be like catty and jealous of each other. And this is just such a good spot to say, like, we have zero, like we have Mm -hmm. negative 50 million of that on our team because (laughs) truly like... I mean, you know, I, I would just imagine like in some other settings, maybe it's like, oh, you bring in a new team member and like, what? She's related. Like, how did she get in here? Like, I can just imagine. I know I've worked in places before where people had that kind of negative just outlook on life. And what I love about our team is there is none of that. You know, we were like, yay, Carly's here. Like, yes, we can get even stronger. And we're all playing to our strengths. And, you know, I think Bethany, on your part, I think that was a lot of good foresight and insight into knowing your team well, knowing how we needed to operate and what we needed to do to be successful. And like we've we've said in a recent episode, like this past year was our most successful ever. And I think that's in large part just to putting together the exact right people to do the work, you know, and and arranging the team in that way. So yeah, that's just something I think if maybe if I were a business owner, and if you're looking at putting a team together, if you even hint any of that, like, stop it, you know, cut it out, like you have to get people who work so well. And that's what I I love. It's like, we're just a group of ladies who love each other and cheer each other on. And 
Carly, I think you said this, like a win for one of us is a win for all of us. Right, right. And that's what I was going to say too, like on, from the VA end, from the business owner end, I totally agree with Victoria. Like as the owner or the team leader, I call Beth Ann. Um, team leader, that's a better word. Yes, she doesn't own us. She lead us. <laughs> but you have to be, you have to shut that down and make sure there's no, you know, pick the right team, but then stop it. But from this end too, and, and this is something Beth Ann shows in all of her business practices, not just her team, but it is not about competition. So 100%. Victoria yeah. and I are not in competition. Our jobs overlap all the time. Yeah. There's times she does my job for me and I do her job for her. And it's not about if I do it better or she does it better or who does more or who's doing this. It is all about we are a team and a win for one is a win for all and a loss for one is a loss for all. So if somebody is struggling or has a hard week or a babysitter, you know, can't make it to take care of the kids, whatever. Or in my case this morning, guys, I had a chicken emergency. Okay. (laughs) Right. Hashtag Wyoming life. Hashtag Wyoming life. There we go. I mean, when those things happen, we gladly jump in and fill in for each other as opposed to like, oh, yeah, see, I'm doing better or that. It's just there's only collaboration and not competition among a team mm-hmm. yeah and you I mean I have to say too I don't even know that I've necessarily done this great job <laughs> I just feel like you guys are all awesome and you do a great job of connecting with each other and collaborating and like you said Carly I mean you and Victoria especially like have jobs and roles and different things that overlap and you two like manage that and figure it out and work together so so well I do think I think part one thing that definitely helped was when we were all able to get together in person in November at the business boutique conference I mean I know for me that was just so fun I mean that was my first time meeting Carly and Victoria in Mm -hmm. person and then all of us getting to be together I think that really solidified the team a lot more as well and you know it is I mean obviously yes like we're all we're coworkers or whatever, but like we're all friends as well and really care about each other as people. And I think that's really important. Yeah, totally agree. And and it helped too, I think, meeting in November, I think we each had slightly different personalities in person than everybody expected. Like nobody would, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I've known Ellen forever, so we don't count, but <laughs> like, <laughs> Ellen, you're nothing like I thought, like all these years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Beth Ann was a little different than I thought, and Victoria was a little different than I thought. And so, but that was so good because we've talked so much as a team since then. I think it was right after then, actually, we talked about personality styles and mm-hmm. communication styles and strengths and weaknesses. And so, having met each other, spent time together, choosing to be friends, choosing to enjoy each other and like each other and help each other has helped us then communicate better by each other's, you know, personalities or styles or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I would say like to that point, choose conferences wisely, both whether you're building a team or you're on a team or or working as a VA. I would even say like, look at the calendar where you want to go and check in with like your different groups and things like, hey, how many of you will be at X event? Even if you're trying just to to meet people to know who to put on your team, that could be a great way to get a bunch of people all together in one location and take that extra step. I would say, you know, conferences are just really great. It can be hard on the online world to know like how to connect, but those are really great solution. You know, we we were able to go meet back in February as well in San Diego, and I know not everyone is going to be in that position in business, but a conference is kind of like a win win for everybody. Like we're all collected, we're all here, 
for a purpose and then you know do as many auxiliary things as you can to meet other people and network and or even meet with your team you know what have you yeah I think that's a great point I mean I know for each of you let's see I had either like a phone conversation or maybe not with you Victoria I think we Skyped early early like that was one of the kind of free things or I I hate to even say free but you know it was just like a helpful thing you're like hey we have some questions about this new product which was the brilliant business planner and you wanted to ask like a mom who was actually going to use it so we just had a Skype right or a Google Hangout something like that but that was years I mean that was a year before yeah and then eventually we're like okay we can hire you yeah let's work together right But yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great point in terms of, you know, somebody who's looking for VA work is, yeah, if you can be at a conference and interact with people in person, because again, it gives them such a better sense of who you are, what you're like, what you can do. I mean, I, I feel like I get to know how well someone communicates pretty quickly, meeting them in person and certainly, you know, doing online work like you've got to be a good communicator. So that's, yeah, really helpful. Okay, so obviously you all are rock stars and I love that you're all working uh, with me at Brilliant Business Moms. So as rock star team members, I'd love it if you could share with everybody, like what are your tips? How do you work well with clients? What do those relationships look like? Uh, I I can start. This is so cliche, but really communication is so, so big. Being able to communicate clearly and obviously over email and don't be afraid to clarify things, I think is a huge thing. Don't be afraid to ask dumb questions. You know, it's better to clarify up front when you're working with someone on a project than to just try to guess and because then you'll end up making more work for yourself later and frustrating your client. So it, it is so cliche to say communication, but that's really such a key part to working with someone, especially in online work when you you can't just, you know, go down the hall and have a conversation. And you really want to make sure to, I think, up front, like that both of your expectations are clear. And sometimes I think those will evolve over time, like over a working relationship. But yeah. And just being very responsive to emails, even if it's like, hey, that sounds great, I'll take care of this, you know, and give them kind of a time frame. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I have to say as a team leader, (laughs) if you will, (laughs) that anytime you ladies ask me clarifying questions, like I love it because that to me is like, it shows me like, okay, you care about doing this well, you care about whatever my vision is for this thing, like you want to get it right. And so, yeah, just like Ellen said, like, there is no stupid question. Like, ask as many clarifying questions as you need because, yeah, in the long run, it's going to be way better. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we just, like Ellen and I especially, will just, we'll do something and we know it's probably not perfect or it's not exactly right, but we'll do kind of a draft and then mm-hmm. send it over and be like, yes. hey, here's like a first draft. Do you have some corrections or some like vision or direction to take this? And and sometimes it helps for us to take what you've said and like put it on paper and then be like, okay, what do we miss? You know, mm-hmm. like, how do yeah, we Yeah, okay, where, where do we go from here? Yeah. yeah. I would definitely, I would second that to the, like sending a draft and getting feedback and something that I've been trying to consciously work on. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm, I'm working on it is to take really detailed notes, especially if you're still at the stage as a VA where you're working with a lot of different clients. You know, people can do things different ways. Like for example, I have one client who wants, you know, Facebook done a certain way and another client who wants it 
done another way. So taking like make a Google Doc or something for yourself and just make those notes or like, oh, on this project, like when people ask about XYZ, I send them to this link, especially if you're working with a bunch of different people, those details can really get lost or muddled. Or if you're kind of I can be like a creative free thinker and sometimes I'll want to be like, oh, I'll just make up the answer for myself and like whatever makes the most sense to me, (laughs) which works in my life, but not when you're working for other people. So just taking that extra step, maybe that comes really naturally to you. For me, it for sure does not. But I've tried to like sit myself down and make notes, you know, and I know I'm going to forget something. And I'm really, I try to, in the same breath as talking about communication, I think transparency is really important. So saying something like, oh, hey, I'm I'm really struggling to understand like how your sales funnel is working, but I've taken some notes and I'll ask you again if I have questions. Or in transparency, just pertaining to things like time, like being very, I try to be really detailed with my time records so people know exactly how long it took me. And I'm even trying to get more detailed with that, you know, by project or or whatever. Just so I think that just builds trust, like communication and and being very transparent with like how a project you're doing on it, what's hard or what's not hard, how long it's taking you. I think that can really go a long way early on to strike that good communication line with whoever you're working, with whom you are working. (laughs) And And I think a huge part of that too is, and like I know early on, this is something that that I had to work with just because I tend to be very much a people pleaser. So, and I actually read before I got started with VA work, I read the bootstrap VA book, which I love. It's amazing. It's like 10 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome book, but like just learning to be okay with criticism. And, and I knew going into VA work that that was going to be my struggle. So like I made like a very conscious effort to work on that, that, you know, getting feedback is not a bad thing. That's, that's a good thing. And you can't, you really, you can't take it personally. Like (laughs) you have to be able to take that and learn from it and work with it. But I think that's something probably a lot of people struggle with, but I knew that that was going to be a particular weakness for me. So sometimes it is like the distancing yourself from a project or something that you're working on and, and knowing like, okay, this is not personal, but like, I need to I need to make this good, you know, or yeah, I need to make these improvements on this. But it's, you know, it is about the project. It's about that. And being able to take feedback well is such a big part of being a VA. That's true. I, I give all of you tons of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, which, okay, so that brings me to this question I've been dying. To okay, so recently, well, not recently, maybe it was even six months ago, you all kind of confessed to me like, oh, when I first started working for Beth Ann, for the first couple of months, like, I thought she hated me. Yep. <laughs> so, which, when I heard this, I was like, whoa, because at the point that I finally, like, heard this confession from you guys, I think you all were, like, past that point, and I was like, I think they like working for me now. <laughs> and I was so taken aback. I was like, wait, what? What did I do? What did I, like, why did everybody think I hated them? And so I, I have to know, like, what what made you guys feel I hated you? And, and if that is like how you felt, why did you guys keep working for me? (laughs) I love this question. 
So you who's going to start? Take it yeah. away. I was going to say not it. Carly. Take it, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so funny. Okay. So sure, I'll start. Yeah. So when I started, I, we've talked about this before, but when I started, we pretty much jumped in to a Kickstarter campaign and then straight into our gigantic FB Brilliance launch. And my... My job I was technically hired for, which, by the way, just side note, if you guys are going to work in VA work, don't kind of have it in your head that you're going to do one thing. That doesn't actually happen. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I was hired to handle the inbox. And it was probably, I mean, I'd probably been around two weeks. And all of a sudden, I was trying to write a refund policy. I don't know if you guys remember this. <laughs> so I, yeah, I was trying to write this refund policy, probably for the planner, but I don't know, probably for the planner. And but I was using like formal wording and all this kind of stuff, which kind of defaulted back to my like love of English grammar and all that stuff. And I get this email from Beth Ann and she was like, yeah, never use the word therefore ever. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> sure. So I rewrote it and stuff. I think we ended up not using what I'd written. I mean, it was comical. And I, so I, Ellen and I were doing a lot of like face-to-face -face Google Hangout video chats because she was teaching me stuff. Like when I would need to know how to do something, we'd hop on a chat and she would say, okay, she'd show me, you know, screen share. Here's how you do this. And she was handing me tasks like we were talking about. And on one of those things, I just was like, Ellen, I don't think Bethann really likes me. Like, I don't think that she's happy with me. And Ellen was like, well, why do you think that? And I told her. And then Ellen said, this is literally what Ellen told me. She said, I'm really glad you said that because you're one of the most confident people I know. And I pretty much feel like that half the time, too. So if you're feeling that way, I feel better about myself. And I was like, oh. And I, of course, am thinking, no, Bethann loves Ellen. Like, Bethann thinks Ellen is the best thing ever. So if Ellen's feeling like Bethann doesn't like her, then Bethann might like me, even though I feel it was hilarious. Hilarious. So, but I think you just work through it. So Ellen and I helped each other work through it. And then when Victoria hit that spot, Beth Ann actually told Victoria, go talk to Carly because Carly went through. <laughs> that was my favorite. Carly felt just like you once. Go talk to her. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah. So she did. And Victoria was like, no, Beth Ann told me to talk to you. She made sure, you know, this was not a gossip situation. Yes. She was like, yes. Beth Ann told me to talk to you. So I'm coming to you because, yeah, Beth Ann said to. And we talked it through. And at that point, I'm like, oh, no, no, you don't even understand. It's fine. That's just how, you know, that's just how she gives feedback. And here's the thing, Beth Ann, like, why did we all stick around? <laughs> because we would rather have someone that just says, never, ever use the word therefore. <laughs> than someone who says, oh, you're so sweet and you're so like great at this, but nope, that stinks and I don't like it. You know, I, I don't want to deal with the game or the fluff. I mm -hmm. want to be told this is great. This is not done. And then I can move on. I don't. It's a waste of time to do it any other way. And so it's a respect level because even when I didn't wasn't sure if you liked me, I knew I liked you. Like I liked brilliant business moms, so I wanted to get better and stick around. And so I feel like I was like the mean head cheerleader. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all like, oh, Bethan, like oh, we we like Bethan, like we want to, but we so think, funny. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it was partially like I knew I was learning, like because it was fairly early on that for me, it was like, okay, I knew I was learning like how to handle criticism. So like I kind of, for for me at least, I was like taking it on me like, okay, like I do like the direct feedback because then like Carly said, you know exactly, like I'd rather know exactly what you want and be able to move on with that than ha like, like Carly said, have the fluff. 
And but yeah, I mean, that's just part of a working relationship is learning to deal with criticism. And I'd rather have it straight up than yeah, than be vague about it. (laughs) Sometimes I want to be like, I would not hate if you like threw a fluffy pillow to me and then gave me criticism. (laughs) Like. (laughs) I'm just I'm that voice. Like, I wouldn't yeah. mind if you offered me a comforter and then told me like I'm just saying but at the end of the day yes like you want to know how to improve as a person I think we all pursue excellence like in in our personal and you know professional lives but and I also feel like I need to be the voice of very practical necessity and just saying some you know the reason in addition to what you guys have just expressed of why you stay around, part of me is like, well, I still need a paycheck. So this is going to be worth it <laughs> like, on a very real level. It's some days I'm like, this is hard, but, you know, I still got to make dinner happen this week for our family. So I will stick it through. And pers- this is, man, this is getting really deep very quickly, but I am <laughs> painfully extroverted. And so I think sometimes... I've been noticing in my life when something is hard for me, like I like to work really hard and do really great. But as soon as it gets really challenging, I just want to like sprint to the next thing. Like I want to, you know, I kind of like get in, do something really quickly. And then I want to be like, okay, I'm done. Let's move to the next challenge or whatever. This is a little too hard. I don't look as good here. So I'm going to leave. But what I've learned is that a lot of times like the best things come through more of the marathons and not the sprints. And so in, in addition to, you know, needing a paycheck, also appreciating brilliant business moms and loving Beth Ann and loving the team. I also kind of realized just in myself, maybe it's just a sign of maturing or whatever, but that it would be more worth it to stick through a hard thing and to like have an uncomfortable conversation or two to try to get to the bottom of why I was feeling that way and then to work through it and to, mm-hmm. to you know, to kind of preserve the team and the progress that we were making. So I think that's part of it too. I don't even, you know, I don't know if that's so much like a VA or work thing, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's a work thing because, I mean, I feel like I've worked a lot of jobs. I've had – we've moved quite a bit and I've had some pretty funny jobs and they all come with like great parts and hard parts. And even though I can honestly say at this point, I don't think I would have said, you know, that first three weeks, but I can say at this point, like I'm living my dream. This, This is my dream job. Like I'm so happy to be here. That doesn't mean it's always easy. I mean, just just the other day, Ellen and I were talking about we had done a bunch of stuff and then Beth Ann had time to make some edits and we had to redo a bunch of stuff we had done. And that's, but that's the nature. That's the thing. Right. That's the nature of the job. It's the nature of the fact that we're all moms working in the margins and, and we've got, you know, doing our best. And it can't be... Yeah, it can't be personal. And then it can't be like what you're saying, Victoria, it can't be like, well, it's all fun and sunshine and rainbows, you know, and then when it's not, I'm out of here. That's yeah. not life, you know, right. and that's right. not no, a you're job, right. any yeah. job. So yeah, I mean, it's not marriage, right? It's not parenting. It's not any of those good things in life. And so on the hard days, and honestly, though, can I just say that that's the best part about our team is on those hard, hard days. And they're hard because they're busy. They're not hard because they're bad. They're hard because our to-do list is longer than the number of hours we have to get stuff done. That's why they're hard. But on those days, you know, we just talk to each other and we're like, hey, this is crazy. And then what's amazing is like yesterday, I messaged Victoria and then she said, hey, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's amazing about our team is on those hard days, someone comes along and is like, 
hey, let me pick up something for Here's you. Here's a fluffy pillow. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> it's valuable sometimes. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. <laughs> well, and Victoria, like you're such a nurturer by nature, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, so I think that's awesome. I mean, I think, yeah, you're, I love that about you that you will pick up the slack for others and yeah and vice and versa I'm, yeah it happens to me as well and I think too like I'm learning more and more as we all get to know each other the ways that each of you want to be led or interacted with or whatever so you know like whereas Victoria I know that in some cases I should probably just pick up the phone and we could have a conversation <laughs> even though sometimes my preference is like no I just want to write this email or I just mm-hmm. want to do a little video and show you what to do but I mean that's part of my responsibility as the team leader to to figure out how best to communicate with each of you guys and oh I was going to say too like when it comes to all that hard stuff like you guys mentioned because I mean, I'll be honest, it's the same for me too. Like there are days, even though I get to run the show, like I don't always want to get up and do the work that I'm (laughs) supposed to do for the day. But I think that's where like assembling a team where everybody cares about the mission and it it, like, yes, it's a paycheck for sure, but each of you really cares about Brilliant Business Moms. And I think that makes a big difference as well. And Victoria, speaking of like, so I know hard thing like a big learning curve was like when we started the podcast back up but like you're such a rock star at that now like and I'm sure (laughs) I'm sure there were times when you were tempted to just be like Bethann this is not (laughs) worth it this is insane like but like I, I don't know I mean I hopefully now you're seeing like everyone's so excited that it's back and I feel like you've created such a great system for us and you keep me on track and organized so all things yeah I felt no thank you it's been fun I have a good like story to illustrate what we just talked about with the podcast and Carly knows what it is and I feel yeah don't think I felt terrible to say like it's just paycheck but I mean that like truly like on the most base level you kind of realize like okay we do care about the higher mission and then everyone has sold it or bought in, you know, to brilliant business moms. And if one of us is having a bad day, someone else will be having a good day and can like pull you up. But it's also, I just mean that like on the level of like, okay, like we're all big kids now. And when you choose to run a business or to work in a business or whatever, you're also, you're doing that for a reason. And like, you have to commit, you know, like I've made a commitment to my family that I'm going to provide this income for us, or I've made a commitment to this person, you know, I'm going to do this work for them. And sometimes like just that basic, just like in marriage, right? Like sometimes that basic level, okay, this is what has to be done because that's what I agreed to. And if you can get through a hard time with even just that in mind, then kind of the higher level, you know, you get to get more of like the love feelings back about why you're doing it. (laughs) But I don't think, I don't know. Like, I hope that didn't come out like crass. I didn't mean it to if it was, but you know, sometimes you're like, hey, you still have to put one foot in front of the other because of these reasons. And then once you do, yeah, just like you said, the podcast is a good example. Like you kind of get through whatever funk you're in and then you're like, oh, wow, I do get to do all these things. And I agree. Like this is, you know, I don't want to be doing anything else. Like this is, this is so wonderful. And if you can, if we can do a quick example, the podcast is a good example of a time where we all came together. It was around the tri- like time of our San Diego trip. Like I had a show. 
we had a show due on Monday and I had, I think in my mind, I had completed the show notes and had everything basically ready to go, but it was not that way. And so I kind of, Carly and I proof for each other. So I had sent her like the body of the show notes to proof. And it was funny because we were actually in person in San Diego and this happened and she just looked over at me on the couch and was like, Victoria, these show notes are awful. Like they're not done at all. Like there's a bunch of, like, there's like a bunch of half words and like, you need to go back and fix this and then I'll look at it. And I was like, First of all, I was like mortified, like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. I think, I, you know, when you go through the stages of grief, like, ah, why would you say it to me? That's so mean. And then you look at it, you're like, <laughs> oh, wow, this is awful. Why would I have sent that to someone who's on my team and I care about? And it was funny because it was like later at night too. So you had that struggle of just like, ugh, I didn't do this work. And now it's like pressing up against the deadline but we worked through it and we got it done and since then I was like I will never do this to you again I'm sorry and then we all (laughs) communicated well as a team and the show got out and you guys didn't have any idea what happened like behind the scenes (laughs) but we all learned and it was so good and that's just a good example of like Carly didn't like you didn't hate me afterwards you're like I don't hate you this is just that's what I was gonna say like that was actually I think a really good for you and I that was a good personal moment because I literally was and my actual thought process was you usually do this fabulous fabulous job and these are not up to your own standards so I wasn't like these are junk I just was like this, this is not you, you. <laughs> yeah this is not you and I was and like so, come on just do it cut me I was being like a little and I did I think I ended up doing them I think I just listened to the podcast and redid that you did I but, think I'm pretty sure we did half and half but that was the thing it was yeah. such a good learning moment because I remember looking at you and you were so like heard and upset and I was like yeah and and exactly you said embarrassed and mortified and and I think your feelings were hurt and I was like Victoria these are crappy show notes that's all there is to it it's not personal I'm not mad at you I don't think that means you're a crappy person like (laughs) these are just bad notes like that's it end of story and that was good for us to be like no I'm going to communicate that way like Mm. most likely I'm just going to tell you how it is but there's no hidden meaning and that's how Beth Ann is too like Beth Ann and I are similar in that we can just kind of shoot straight but there's no hidden meaning there's no deeper read between the lines and we're really trying to insult you or you know something and and just learning as a team like we are all here for you guys like the listener like we're here for the community we're we're here to put out good content you know and yeah it's times like that like the bigger mission does help you and we learned as a team and it's hard when you're work as a VA, like anytime you're in a service-based business, it's so hard to not tie yourself to your service. Like I feel like with the product yeah. business ladies, it's kind of nice because you have a thing at least to hide behind. Like you can put up your necklace and then kind of hide behind it and see what people think. But with a service-based business, it's just you, like you're providing the service and you have to work extra hard to separate like the value of the service from the value as you as a person. And that, yeah, for that, for so many reasons, that incidents, Carly, really was so good for us. And, it was. and learning, yeah, like, oh, here's how we communicate. This is what this means. It's not a value of you. It's, you know, and, and being honest. And so now I think I'm, I'm consciously trying to say like, hey, yeah, okay, this isn't my best effort. I'm going to let down the team, you know, if you don't do your best effort. And it's always, we're always going to fall short in some way. And I think we all have a lot of grace for each other when that does happen. But it was just, it was very good. It was a great, great learning experience. Yeah, no, it really was. And I think that's a, you're making such a good point for anyone that is looking at being a VA or looking to be on a team is to really think that stuff through mm. and communicate. Sometimes you have to, especially if you're not in person, you have to over communicate. So 
like honestly i probably should have said like i should have explained what i actually was thinking like hey these are not up to your own right. standards they're normally better and what i was really going was am i missing something or are you okay you know that's a lot of what i was actually like are you okay is something going on is everything okay with the podcast or whatever? And so, and really communicate that. In my side, it was like, no, I just didn't do them as well this week. I don't remember why. Like, it just didn't happen. Sorry. <laughs> You're so honest. I love it, Victoria. <laughs> this is the real, like, the real deal, guys. Are this we is calling what... these, like, BBM confessions? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was true. But it's true. It's like, and you have to be so... Like, it's just good. Like, you have to be honest and with people like our team who's willing to, like, call you out, but also, like, give you the grace and the help and, like, okay, well, next time we're going to do it better. Like, okay, cool. Let's keep moving on together. You know, that's why we're all here, Beth Ann. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, too, okay, so, like, when it comes to, like, giving you guys feedback or if I feel like something needs to be up to a different standard, like, I think one of the things that, and I think I do – probably not a good job of communicating this is like I always feel really really bad when I want you guys to change stuff last minute because (laughs) then I feel like because I don't want to be that boss that like controls every hour of your day but then because I'm such a like work under pressure last minute person like then I feel like I drag you guys into that sometimes no you're fine yeah I did, I did go once to talk, like, I would love to hear from you guys, like, how do you guys set those limits? And because I feel like, too, I know, like, for example, I know that Victoria has, like, set work times where she has, like, childcare versus, like, Ellen and Carly, theirs seems, it's, like, more fluid. But, yep. like, how do you set those boundaries and how do you guys make sure that I don't take over your life? Because sometimes <laughs> I do, like, that really concerns me that, that I do. But you, so, okay. <laughs> you, we do and we don't. I'll be, I mean, honestly, especially I think Ellen and I, like, you you do take over our lives sometimes, but we've usually, we know that in advance. So it's not a daily thing that you're taking over. It's like, we've got this, you know, big thing to do today, or we've got this big lunch, or we've got this big webinar, or like, and during those times, Ellen and I both really structure our time around work I mean Mm -hmm. on the days that we have something at six o'clock at night like my crew knows we're gonna eat at 4 30 and mom's locking herself away and 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 that but that's a choice we've made I mean Mm -hmm. you don't have to make that choice but if we weren't gonna make that choice we'd have to tell you and that's not every day yeah oh it's rare it's actually yeah so but then but then the thing is that what people should know too, though, is that literally we can be like, hey, I'm leaving town for three days. Right. And Ellen, well, actually all three of us, but we, t- our tendency would be like, oh, I can still work, you know, when we, and Beth Ann's like, no, do not, work, you know, take <laughs> those places. Because I think you do such a good job of both. Like, okay, it's crunch time, it's go time, everybody, you know, all hands on deck. But then you're also like, whoo, it's rest time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... If we didn't get the it's rest time, the crunch time would be really, really hard. Yeah, but there's oftentimes that I'll get an email from you either on a Friday night or a Saturday and you're like, no, really, don't worry about this till Monday. And so, you know, if if it's a sat, I work Saturdays anyway. So if it's a Saturday, I might take care of it. But there's also not that pressure like, oh, gosh, I have to get this done now. But then the times, like Carly said, when when we are doing a launch or there's some pressing thing, like, like I feel okay with those times because because yeah there's that expectation i like i know we have something big going on but i know the other times when it's not a big deal then it's okay 
I think too that like yeah communication has been really big as like again communication like I think sometimes my tendency is to want to like do everything and like make sure everyone's happy with me and I'm you know overachieving and like sure I can do it I can do it but if you for me because I do have like my kids are a little younger than Carly and Ellen's and even Bethy Ann's you know and I do have very structured right now days of like this is the time I can work I've tried to get better about saying like when there is a new task projecting like when it will be done in a realistic way not just saying like oh sure I can do it tonight and like killing myself and my kid you know like throwing my kids in the crib like screaming like no I have to get it done which like early <laughs> on as VA I think I tried to do that and that was obviously not healthy um but uh, transcripts <laughs> Victoria with yeah transcripts, transcripts we did is a great yeah. yeah we already talked about the transcripts but that that's an example of me yeah like I was we had a job where I was like sure sure I can do it and I really couldn't do it and it was resulting in really stressful moments for our family but having the boundaries of okay this is when I work this is when I don't work that's what works for us right now and saying okay sure I can do this task today or or just planning in advance to say like okay I can you know I, I know we have a big launch this week. I can be a little more available. Just let me know. Give me some lead time or I'll tell you if I can or can't. Yeah, I, we haven't talked about like working with a bad client yet, but I know my kind of bad client experience, it was one where it was kind of expected that I would just drop things and do whatever this person needed. And that just wasn't good. But communication and boundaries and, and being realistic with what you're able to do and communicating that clearly to say like, okay, sure, I, you know, I'm done with work for the day, but I can get on this first thing tomorrow. Yeah. Or, or saying like, and I think, and from my perspective, like, and again, like Carly and Ellen, if you ever did want <laughs> to be more structured, <laughs> like, okay, Beth, like, this is when I work and this is when I don't. Like, <laughs> I totally appreciate that. Like, I have no problem with that because like as your guys team leader like I mean I want you all to be happy with your work I mean I know we've talked about like the hard things and all of that but like overall I want you to enjoy your work and I want you to like your job and I want you to stick around for a long time and so when you guys can set those limits and say like this is what works for me in my life you know then that helps me to make sure like okay good so I can you know keep Victoria happy or I can you know like well, and we assign tasks according to those schedules, yes. too. Oh, like, yes. I generally, like, Monday through Thursday, I don't check in an email in the morning because I'm homeschooling, you know, like, 8 to noon or whatever. And so we wouldn't give me a task that had to be get done every morning at 9. You know, that wouldn't. Yeah. So, and Victoria's jobs are mostly things she can work ahead, you know, and, ha like, they aren't, this is due today and this is due, where, you know, she can have them done a week at whatever, a week in advance or something. So, and then Ellen does everything. And so no, I was going to say for me, like the late at night stuff was just not like, I'm not going to get to it usually. So, but early morning, that's, that's my time. So, yeah. Yeah. Here's what I have to say. Okay. This is what I love about Ellen and her early morning working is like, I can literally go to bed and have like a wish list of things that I would love to have happen the next day. And like, by the time I like wake up and I'm actually like logging to my email, Ellen's like already done. <laughs> no, me too. Cause I'm a, I'm a late night person and I will send Ellen like like she was doing a landing page and I had all these corrections for the landing page and I sent them all to her and I was like, I hope this isn't waking you up, you know, because I'm like sending her all these messages at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning and I wake up and she's like, hey, thanks. Those were great. And I'm like, okay, it's only been like five hours since I sent those you know? and they're done. 
So, yeah, so that brings me to, okay, which I still feel like this whole, I know we're about to talk about, like, maybe people where the relationship didn't work out and how you handle that and what made it not work out. Because I think that's going to be really helpful, too, to everyone listening who wants to get into this work is, like, what are the signs? Like, how do you know if it's not working? Um, I still, though, it cracks me up, though, because I'm like, well, you guys have had, like, you all thought I hated you. (laughs) I'm still a little confused on what the signs are, (laughs) whether you want to keep working for someone or not. But so I'd I'd love to hear from you guys. I honestly think that's more of a just challenge of working online, though, truthfully. You know, like, like Ellen just said, it's easier when, like, you can, like, walk down the office and, like, you have a joke with Bill at the beginning of the day and then you have a conflict later in the day, but you can end it with a joke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't necessarily get that. So... I think it's more just the barrier of the screen. You have to like kind of overcompensate for the, does that make sense? Like, oh, she doesn't hate me. Like you just, I don't know. It just, (laughs) it's just hard. Like I do think it's, I still contend that online is what makes it weird. And like on a blog, it's like you can, or a, a business or however, you can put yourself, you're like, you can always put the best version of yourself out there. But when you're working with someone online, you don't always get that time to like polish in between. Does that make sense? So it's just, I think, I think it's just unique like challenge of working on the internet honestly okay that makes me feel a little better yeah like we all love you you. it's just it's like don't i I, I, yeah (laughs) like but you don't you know you don't get those little moments of like working in and seriously of like oh like saying hi on your way in or or you know oh like it's your birthday we're gonna have a party or let me bring you a cupcake or let's carpool home together like there's just things that's unique and it's not bad you know it's just different and you have to yeah work at it it's which is which is yeah. yeah like and you've done that really well like we got to go to the conference you brought us you know to san diego that was so huge like when we have meetings like this we get to talk you know just stuff like you're that. such an extrovert victoria <laughs> i am <laughs> i was an extrovert but you told you not look, i know it's I'm so painfully funny. extroverted well, anyway. and my point being that that's not going to be true for everybody you know that's not going to be everybody's case so I think for me like I don't I haven't really worked for a bad client necessarily but like a person that I don't like but and I'm not saying you didn't like them but it wasn't a good fit but I think the product has a big for me I have to believe in something (laughs) like I have to look at something and go this is amazing this is the value that it puts out into the universe you know (laughs) like this is important I can get behind this I guess I work at a philosophical level that way so I've said no to or had a hard time with a product I don't not and not even that I think it's bad or wrong or anything it's can be fabulous but if it if I don't personally see the value or the does that make sense? Whereas like brilliant business moms I'm like yeah this is it like this is this is a entire product community business I can get behind. Yeah. And I think something that's important is like, if you feel uneasy at all about something and and uneasy is different than like having hard times with a client. Does that kind of make sense? Like there's going to be, like we've talked about, there's going to be hard times, but if you're feeling uneasy at any level about the client or the work that they're doing, like it's way better just to say no and back out than to try to just put yourself in a situation because you're going to end up miserable. Like you're not going to work well for them. It's going to be a struggle. It's so much better to say no and back out and feel a hundred percent confident about the people that you say yes to. So true. And I think too, that 
along the same lines, sometimes that uneasy comes a little later and it's more of like we were talking about boundaries, you know, if someone isn't really getting or respecting your boundaries. And sometimes that can just be a time zone problem, you know, where when they need to communicate with you, it's dinner time at your house and your toddler's crying. There's nothing, you can't answer the phone or you can't answer an email. So if they're not getting your boundaries or the, the, the time frames aren't working or the, I mean, for me right now, the number of hours, I mean, between my own life and my, my own stuff I've got going on and then Brilliant Business Moms, I just don't have hours for anything else. So I've had to, I've had to drop clients just because I don't have time to give them what they need, you know? Yeah, that's, I, I think I found that that's usually the issue I have. Like when I've worked with someone for a little while, it's not a matter of not wanting to work for them. Like I've had to, you know, quote unquote, fire some amazing, amazing clients that I would love to work with, but I literally, I just don't have the time. Yeah, I think you you guys have said a lot of it, but just being realistic with what you're able to provide and being okay with the fact that maybe you're not going to be the the right VA for someone, you know, based on based on what they need. Like maybe someone does, you know, the the case in which I had to like end a working relationship. It wasn't, you know, the person wasn't bad. Again, like you said, Carly, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, okay, the things that you need me to do, it was something that was like every day, very early in the morning kind of was required. And I just tried to, I tried so hard to make it work out, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't working out. Like in my stage of life, I couldn't provide that, you know, I wasn't the right VA. And actually I just pulled back up my kind of my breakup email that I sent. And that's exactly what I said to this person is, you know, I don't think I'm the right VA for you. I'm not able to give you the kind of support and assistance you need on a daily basis. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not meeting, I don't feel like I'm meeting my expectations, your expectations, you know, love to keep working with you until you find a replacement. Let me know if I can help, you know, peace out. I didn't say peace out at the end, but <laughs> in this sense, you know, and just, just being able to see that of like, okay, well, or for and it's not a bad thing. I think, you know, maybe we worry of like, oh, if I say no, I'm never going to get another client or I don't want them to think badly. I think I often worry about like my name and my reputation. Like, oh, if I don't do work for someone or if I say no, or if I have to, you know, what, what's that going to do? Like, well, I'll never get another client again. Or people are going to, you know, I don't know, like worry that I'm a divorce VA ever. Like I worry about things like that. But truthfully, the sooner you can just realize when it's not working out, you actually will prevent those probably very unrealistic fears, you know, about like a reputation or something going going down the drain. You know what I mean? And ju- just being honest, like, hey, you want me to do these things? And I just, I can't do them. I'm not the right person. And it's hard, especially I think sometimes women want to try to like do everything or be good at everything. And that that doesn't exist like that person doesn't exist so right yeah nobody is like good at everything all the time right right (laughs) and it's not bad yeah and yeah I mean I think man so much of what we talked about today is just like that honesty like you know like I'll give you guys that honest feedback and say like this is what I'm looking for here this is what I'm wanting but in reverse you guys give me that honest feedback to say like here's when I'm available or this is maybe not my strength or whatever the case is. So I appreciate like honesty back from you guys as well, for sure, for sure. And we're getting better at that. We're getting better at like the whole, uh, no, I'm not, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And I love Beth Ann's videos. When Beth Ann sends us videos yes. feedback, that is literally like I get a little giddy. I'm like, hey Tim, Beth Ann sent me a video. Like, <laughs> so I know exactly what she's thinking. Like, this is awesome. 
Ellen, I don't think Bethann knows that our families often end up watching those videos with us. Because, you guys, okay, so if you don't have, if you haven't had the privilege of meeting Bethann in person, she is exactly who she seems. She is strong and she's a spitfire and kind and genuine. And so her videos are seriously so funny. I mean, she tells us everything good about what we've done and then everything really, really not good. And we, oh, it's so funny, you guys. Oh, God. Tim will be like, why are you laughing? I'm like, oh, Bethan sent me a video. (laughs) When Ellen and I try to watch them at the same time, and then we're in chat and we're chatting back and we are laughing. So hard. We love them, Bethan. I know we're giving you such a hard time right now. But they're they're literally my favorite thing because like it's like that instantaneous feedback and I know exactly what you're thinking and then I could go fix it and we're good. Awesome. It's like I mean, it's kind of like that next best thing to because you can't walk down the hallway and just come to my office and say, Hey, what are you looking for? So, yeah, I guess for me at least. And especially because, again, like we're on different time zones. So it's not necessarily – like I feel like if we constantly had to schedule like, oh, <sighs> let's schedule a Google yeah. Hangout so I can go over the landing page with you. Yeah. Well, we had to, we had like 24 hours to get the landing page done. So it's like that wasn't going to work. But, yeah, so I try in my screencast videos to like pretend like you're right there and just yep. say – Whatever it is that I would say. <laughs> and although I love them too. Yeah. We love them. They're so funny. Okay. And yeah. usually she ends up telling us a story or telling us something that's going on too. Like it's just so much. <laughs> or my favorites are like if something happens outside, like, oh crap, like someone just walked out, you know, or just something funny. Like you'll make a comment about your environment and that just tickles me. I don't know why. But, you know, I hadn't put it together with that whole like walking down the hall thing because, yeah, that's the thing. You can't email us and be like, okay, well, there's this line that's the wrong shade of pink on this part. And then there's this word that that wouldn't make any sense in an email. You know, we couldn't we couldn't understand what you wanted. And so, no, we love the videos, but they do reveal your personality. And it's just so. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think and Ellen, because Ellen sees the most of my videos because she sees all my like she sees my raw course like there's been a few where I'm just like I just go off on a rant because I'm like so frustrated like something's not working or something like (laughs) something's getting messed up or whatever and my favorite is like Tim will get frustrated because I'll be like talking to you I'm like oh gosh just click click that button like all you need to do like you spend 10 minutes you just have to click the button Tim will be like what are you doing I'm like I'm talking to Bethann like (laughs) the other day Bethann was concerned that we hadn't done something we hadn't published something and we actually had it was completely done loaded ready to go and she but she just was on the wrong screen and both Ellen and I and she was like you guys this we're at crunch time like this, this needs, needs to be, be done here. like <laughs> and Ellen and I are watching this video and like, we're both like just it is done click it's totally curriculum done. like <laughs> click the button <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Bethann it's good too because it reminds us that there's things that we do you know more naturally or better mm-hmm. for the, yes. than you do yes. you know what I mean it's, it's ego boost like, for you guys it's ego boost <laughs> for us <laughs> come on Bethann just click the button or whatever yeah that's true that you like yeah you get to see me like at my best and my worst and know that like I'm a very flawed human like everybody is and so yeah I guess on the one hand that's good I think I was I was thinking about this the other day too I think one of the one of the advantages to like being the boss or whatever that I feel like everybody else on the team doesn't get is that I do get to like collect 
a team who all has strengths different from me that then we show this face to the world and everything looks so pretty and fabulous (laughs) and polished when we show it to the world and it's almost like Sometimes I feel like I get credit for like all of it. <laughs> and it's like and, and not only that, it's like I don't have to do the things that aren't my strength, like mostly ever, because I'm the boss, so I get to just tell somebody else to do it. And sometimes that does feel very unfair. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. So understand that I acknowledge that, that like <laughs> there are lots of things I totally stink at. <laughs> I think though, honestly, Bethan, I feel there's this little bit of a shift in the last couple of months maybe where I there are a lot of things that now like you're saying it's you and the team or you're telling us to, you know, put our, not our name on, but like the Brilliant Business Moms team. Like we, I do feel like there's this more shift towards an us mm-hmm. mentality yeah. away from a you like none of us want to be the face of brilliant business moms none of us want to be beth ann so that's not <laughs> it's not a competition you don't want to put on a white dress and throw no. up in the air <laughs> no in fact someone mentioned the photo shoot or something i'm like really guys okay we can do this i can do this yeah it's just so yeah none of us we don't want to be you but it is fun there's just these certain things that you've started putting like beth ann and the brilliant business moms team and we're like wow like that's kind of cool because yeah, we yeah. are a team, and, and it takes all of us to get all oh, of these yeah. crazy things done. <laughs> yeah, and totally. It's, it's, like, nice of you to admit, too, because, like, like what Carly was saying, like, I imagine it would be really tempting to be, like, whoa, like, what are you guys, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard. Like, it, it's easier for you just to kind of speak in the first person and, you know, not whatever. I Never mind. I'm going to stop. This is going to sound worse than I mean. But, you, <laughs> well, know, I think you know, like it's sharing the credit, I guess. Like it's it's, it's yeah. tricky to walk that line to like preserve your brand and what you've built up and like who, who you are and like how you're helping people. Right. And then to acknowledge. Right. But like, yeah, that it's like I you don't want to work for someone who takes all the credit for everything all the time. I mean, I think <laughs> well, but you could, though. That's the thing. Like you, it's I feel like it's nice of you. I'm like, it is so nice of you to yeah. say and the team like you definitely don't have to do that. And it's actually, to me, it's actually just more practical because now we get, I laugh so hard now because I get emails now, right, Bethann? Like in the email box, it's like, yeah. hey, Carly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that is so weird. Why is someone writing me? In But yeah. it's good because you would just pass it to me anyways. You right. know what I mean? Like it's not that yeah. you would be like, here, Carly, deal with this one. And so like it's so neat that we're, yeah, that people are starting to be like, no, like <laughs> we need to talk to Ellen if we have a question about this and we need, and it doesn't all have to come from Beth Ann because you can't, you right. do not have the hours in your day to deal with, you know, or not deal with, but. Right. To be everything to everyone. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think sets expectations up in a better way. And yeah, it is a team effort and and it is, it's so fun. People do. They'll be like, hey, Carly, or hey, Ellen. Or like, <laughs> so we'll funny. get a lot of emails that are like, hey, Bethann and team. Yes. You know, yes. so, and which I like because I'm like, okay, they're not necessarily expecting that I'm personally answering them back. They understand that there's this whole fabulous group of ladies behind the scenes. And because, yeah, I mean, I think that could set people up for a lot of disappointment if they felt like, oh, I'm all, like, Bethann's always going to be the one to answer my questions or you know, whatever the case is, it's like, oh, I really, I really can't <laughs> do and that all the time. I, I feel like it fits really well with the BBM brand just because, I mean, 
I mean, how it started was a podcast that is, it is all about the community and these women that are building businesses. And it's, it's always felt that way that it is really a community. And so it is, yeah. it's neat to see that as a team too. Like we're still like, like this is a smaller part of the community, but then we have the bigger community too. And we're kind of all working together. Right. Yeah. Like I have no intention of ever being like, some weird internet celebrity where people care about what I eat for breakfast. Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's such a difference between that kind of like an online brand versus brilliant business moms. We are brilliant business moms. We're not like, oh, like for example, I would never want to make my brand be like bethannschwamberger.com. Not to mention it would be really stupid and long, but like I kind of go to No one who could find you. Like, yeah, exactly. But it's like it goes back to like, yeah, this is – it's always been brilliant business moms. It's always been a community and right. And there's even so, I mean, there's there's plenty of questions that both Beth Ann and I are like, um, Ellen's gonna need to answer that one because we don't actually really know. And then yeah. like, there's other times that we're like, you know, so yeah, it's it's a good. And I feel like the community as a large is really turning that direction and and they're part of our team like you guys are saying like it's not just the four of us Uh but it's the four of us and all these incredible women that are because they know things we don't know and we learn from them every day too and it's interesting because this webinar we did recently the there was someone that was asking a question about I think about Pinterest group boards maybe or something and I answered her twice in the webinar (laughs) and she kept asking and she was like Beth Ann how did you know whatever (laughs) and it was so funny and actually someone from our community was like that question's already been answered scroll you know look above (laughs) because the new person was like, oh, Beth Ann has to answer this question. And, you know, and everyone else was like, no, it's okay. Carly can answer it. We're okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they must have missed the beginning because I totally introduced you to the chat. <laughs> like I try to start my webinars and say, and Ellen is in the chat or Carly's in the chat. So keep the lookout, you know. So. But it's okay. Like you said, there's that celebrity mentality and then there's the community mentality. And we, Brilliant Business Moms as a whole, is definitely a community mentality i'm gonna quote you on that that's good (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's like that's the difference like celebrity versus community and that's like definitely one thing that makes us you know stand out for sure and enjoyable like it's just really enjoyable to be here you know like it's just a fun it's a great yeah it's enjoyable and practical and all those things well thank you ladies so much for hanging out with me today and sharing all of your wisdom i still feel like you each have like a ton more to share because you're such fabulous employees i love having you on my team and just a little aside to everybody out there listening this is how much fun we all have together we literally just got off topic for like 30 minutes and we're talking about childbirth and labor and all of that good stuff because these ladies are awesome and I so appreciate you guys. So anyways, thanks for thanks for coming on. Thank yeah, you. Fun. We appreciate fun. you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. <laughs>